I'd like to welcome onto the show Marty Firestone, who is an expert from uh, Travel Secure Insurance and friend of the show. Marty, uh, the big vax mandate has been lifted at the airport today. Um, on the day the change was announced, data from travel booking site Kayak showed a 34% increase in searches for domestic flights on or after today. So that means that we're going to see um, more people heading to the airport. What do travelers need to know um, today and moving forward? Yeah, I think today is going to be most interesting. There is potentially upwards of 7 million. I'm not suggesting they're all traveling, but you have unvaccinated travelers that now can domestically go from one province to another without any proof of vaccination. That has to have a big effect on airport congestion, you would think. And on an international note, they can leave unvaccinated, which also should increase travel. So we have to be prepared for waits and get there early when you're leaving. And when you land, be prepared to sit and wait for sure. Is there not potential to speed things up, though, because now people are not going to be asked for their uh, vaccine status? Yeah, you would think on the domestic side that question won't be asked, and probably it will. But we're back to the same problem we've had for the last couple months. Sheer number of people traveling and the infrastructure not ready or prepared to be able to handle it. And that's not going to change in the immediate future. I understand that foreign travelers entering Canada will still need to be fully vaccinated or qualify for an exemption. And uh, even though the uh, testing requirements for unvaccinated travelers um, remain in effect, you know, they're still going to have to get tested. Uh, we've got a move, move where the um, random tests are not happening until the end of the month. Do we know what's going on after the end of the month with the random tests? Yeah, they're going to be, as of July 1st, back again, but moved off site. That's eliminating potentially issues with lineups and people having being pulled over. So it's good. But again, the key is just like these other two restrictions, they have not been removed. They've been suspended, which means, you know what, they can bring them back anytime if they feel they're warranted. So let's be wary of that one. And do we have any kind of um, benchmark for when they would bring them back if they were going to bring it back? Is there any transparency there within the government? Only whatever results show from the medical community. So, in fact, if they start seeing the count going up again, you can be sure. And it's easy to give. It's very hard to take away. So if they ever put any of these restrictions back in place, that's going to be a sad day because, you know, you're, you're rid of them now and you think they're gone. Not necessarily. The suspension also removes vaccine mandates for federal workers and transportation employees. Uh, the, the government is, uh, saying that this is not, uh, to speed things up. Our transport, uh, transport minister, Omar Agabra says the decision to lift the vaccine mandate for travel was not spurred by airport delays, still holding on to the talking points that delays are caused by labor shortages among airlines and a surge in Canadians traveling. From what you've witnessed at airports, are travelers out of practice? Are they responsible for much of the delay? Because Danny said, she just got back from L.A., that she noticed that people kind of forgot what they were doing. I, you know, he used the word rusty. I, I don't buy that. I mean, yeah, you, you got to remember to take your uh, computers out of the bag when you're checking them in and things like that. I don't buy it. That is not what's slowing things down. It's a sheer number of people not being able to handle the flow of traffic coming in. It's really simple. And until that labor force grows to some amount that it used to be pre-pandemic times, we're going to be facing long waits no matter where you go. 
The Canadian Air Transportation Security Authority, CATSA, is offering workers 200 bucks a week. We talked about this last week. If they don't take their time off this summer, no vacations and no sick days, will this incentivize, uh, this incentivization speed things up? Or do you think it could potentially make wait times worse when we look at the potential to pass on what you've got to coworkers? Doesn't necessarily mean it's COVID, but if you've got a flu, cause I know flu season is back. Odds are you're not going to be going into work, or if you do go into work, you could pass it on. Yeah, I, I think if anything, this is going to cause more burnout than ever. I think it's mm. going to cause a rift in conflict with that group of people, and I, I don't see any positive out of that incentive at all. It's only going to cause problems, for sure. I know that security screeners at Ottawa's airport today are starting job action. They're ditching their uniforms and dressing casually in protest of working conditions and pay rates. Not sure what that's going to accomplish by ditching your uh, uniform, but um, it will happen at 42 airports across the country. Is Pearson one of them, Marty? It is not one of them, thankfully, because if it was, we don't need another problem. And you're right. What is not wearing your proper clothes doing? It's sending a message. Who's kidding who? But Pearson is not on the list for today. Doesn't mean it wouldn't be on for tomorrow. And at the end of the day, we don't need any further conflicts or situations. we got to just move one way, and that's forward at this point. Okay, we've heard some nightmare stories uh, about traveling. And, you know, you've just recently returned from Europe and you said, look, it was busy everywhere. Uh, but baggage seems to be a major problem. I was reading that at Heathrow, they've had to cancel 10% of their flights uh, out today because they are dealing what, with what some people are calling uh, baggage mountain. Basically, not enough baggage handlers. And uh, they were just basically piling up loads of flight baggage uh, on top of each other in order to make room in the baggage area. Um, What's recommended when it comes to travel? Carry on only if you can manage that or what? Yeah, if you can swing that, that's great. But let's assume you can't. Here's what I'm seeing. And we had a weekend with some clients that I hard to believe six weeks in in Italy and the bag, they have to wait 21 days till it's confirmed lost by the airline. It is. Here's the bottom line. A connecting flight is the beginning of all the troubles. If one flies to your chances of losing that bag are a lot less than if you make a stop over Toronto, Montreal, Milan, mm. as an example. That's where things get lost when there's changeovers. And, and that's if you can avoid it, I know you can't all the time, but if you can, that's one less reason to lose your bag for sure. Really? So it's it, beware of the connecting flight. That's where exactly. we're running into problems. Exactly. When you say Toronto, Montreal, Montreal, Milan, that's where the problem comes in, that it got held up in Montreal, didn't get on the flight to Milan, and then the fun begins. I've got this one individual, a elite flyer with the airlines and everything she is now on day seven with no bag on a six-week trip and no hope of where it is they don't seem to be able to find it wow where where did she go to if i can be so uh nosy yeah so it was toronto and then it it stopped in in montreal for whatever reason that i have yet to figure out change flights and was going to milan and then Italy. she's in the fashion capital of the world She'll be able, she'll be fine, Marty. Don't worry about her. <laughs> it's, it's not like they, it's not like she was flying to like Moose Jaw. No, I, I don't have anything to wear. What will I, whatever will I do? Yeah, I know. But now let's hope she's got insurance to cover the cost to replace or at least get her some essentials until she gets going. Because I, I wouldn't want to be in Milan with with the clothes you put on when you got on the plane in Toronto. That's a long haul. Okay, let me ask you this. With regard to insurance, because that's your gig, right? You're a travel uh, sure. insurance expert. So, Marty, uh, we're speaking with Marty Firestone, by the way, if you're just joining us now. 
do we still need to purchase COVID insurance if we have cancellation insurance? Two different things. So COVID insurance now is embedded as any other kind of unexpected medical emergency. So on the medical side, no, no need to purchase COVID. It's covered as if it was, you know, you, you fell down and broke a leg. Cancellation interruption, big time, more important than ever. If you got COVID before and couldn't go, you can cancel your trip. If your trip gets interrupted, if your bags get lost, this covers $900 a day. I should say 900 in total per person for essentials and things like that until your bag is found. You need insurance 100%. Wow. Now more than ever. Definitely more than ever with the craziness going on with lost bags, with flights that are delayed, canceled, interrupted. That's another place where baggage gets lost is when your flight got delayed and you got put on a new flight, the bag didn't go with you on the new flight. There's a perfect example of what happens. I guess this really speaks to you have to make sure you've got all of the information on that bag as well, right? Just as a fail safe. I, I have where it shows it's being passed and routed. In our case, it was to Athens and on to Santorini. It never found its way to Santorini. The airlines told me they couldn't have sent it from Athens to Santorini. And, and it just becomes one confusing mm-hmm. thing, and no one takes responsibility. That's the problem. Well, listen, uh, it's, it's a tough time for travelers, but it's a good time for you, Marty. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Marty Firestone, travel expert with Travel Secure Insurance. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. As always, Marty, we'll talk again soon. Thank you for having me. Take care. Have a great day. Marty Firestone.